Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Black Sensei Show. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, and once again, they'll introduce themselves. This is the mayor of Long Street. People, it's getting super hot out here. I might need some sunscreen. The myth, the legend. Yeah. Black people don't need sunscreen. It's a myth. Systemic racism. It's systemic racism. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Mr. Architect. And this is your other host, going by the architect, you know. You already did all the uh, introductions, so I'm good now. You know what I'm saying? This is your boy, Rich No Dollars, and we're here for another episode, ladies and gentlemen. And how the boys been doing this week? Another hot week out here in the streets. Protesting still going on. Shit is. Oh, we went out to, to Juneteenth. Oh, yeah. This is our episode after Juneteenth. What y'all boys do, man? Oh, yeah. I went out to the streets of St. Louis. Shit, I ain't go to the streets. I seen niggas, niggas was fighting out of Westport on Juneteenth. I said, man, damn. Typical. Hold on. Westport's open. Everything is open uh, right now. Um, everything's cranked up. I mean, it's not cranked up Crown Club because restaurants, um, they have like a smaller menu, but they close and they close. The kitchen closes like eight eight thirty at most, nine. Um, you said it ain't cranked up, cranked up. How it's not cranked up, cranked up, and, and niggas is fighting like it's back in the day. Bro, you have to understand, people are frustrated and all whatnot. Yeah, most of the uh, bars hey, are open now. You know, nah, they're trying to make you're talking, frustra- you're talking about frustrated, bro. This, this fight looked like it had nothing to do with, with, with racism or nothing. This was just niggas I'm being... The fight. <laughs> niggas back then, niggas again. That's it. It was, it was in, in, in greater words, it was a nigga moment. It was nigga moment. Niggas have nigga moments out there. Always. It's a lot of nigga moments going on right now, even in the midst of racism. You know oh, Westport, Westport always been having nigga moments. That's why I don't like to go to that shit. Okay? Westport's you like can't, cool. Yes, the worst part is the motherfuckers who actually get shot, the motherfuckers who even got shit to do with none of the fuck with that going on. Niggas exactly. can't aim. Yep. It's like the that real episode, you know, I you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dive into that, but they stand like five, ten yards from each other, empty the whole clip and miss the target, and then shoot oh, yeah. all the bystanders. That was a nigga moment. This was, it was a two, there was a two niggas that was like then um one the dude blumped is the other dude. I'm like, hey boy, watch yourself. And then he said, You wanna go? And then the, the boy pulled out a uh, a pistol, the other boy put on an Uzi, and then they started spraying. Oh yeah. Start spraying everybody. He missing. That's why I'd be like, Yeah, niggas ain't going to the shooting range. That's the problem. You ain't going to the gun range, man. See, that headshot from fifty yards out, man. There's a reason why. There is a reason why that you can't turn your shit to the side when you're in, in the, in the what's it called, <laughs> in the range. Because they're going to be like, nah, 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 nah. We don't allow that bullshit. <laughs> Take that fuck shit somewhere else. <laughs> that shit crazy. What's I about to say, though? Uh, but, yeah, man. I, I I mean, I don't know. I seen that the other day, and I was like, damn, I, I'm happy that I didn't go out to Juneteenth down there. Because, I mean, there's not too many. Well, you're going to go to PNL. Ain't nothing to do out there. So, Westport's... I was thinking for Juneteenth, people were just like going out there and just like, you know, chilling and all that. Oh, just, yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just like a. Because what we had in St. Louis was basically like, it was just like a Black Lives Matter um, organized event. And they were just playing music. And then they were just talking about, you know, staying strong in this time and stuff like that. It wasn't like a party party. And then again, I mean, shit, I didn't go too late. I went there at like six, seven. Shoot, what I, what I seen from a lot of people was they was partying yeah, like all they was partying like literally like all weekend. Like they turned it into like you know how people do July Fourth weekend. They just said shit, fuck it, we making it Juneteenth weekend. Mm-hmm. Shit, little lady was like, oh yeah, it was a day after. She was like, yeah, I think I might go out again if you're trying to come out. I was like, shit, they doing the. I, I thought there was today's the twentieth. I mean, today's the twenty first now. Like mm-hmm. she's like, it's all weekend. Just like it's said, all weekend. I said, I guess shit. You know what I'm saying? But so since since we all you know getting into the whole the whole span of nigga moments, we might as well just get into the the, the topic of the day. And the topic of the day is a pioneer in in cartoon and to many people in the black community, anime is the show The Boondocks. And to many people who 
you know, if you don't know what the Boondocks is, it's probably, and it's me speaking from a biased opinion, probably one of the better cartoon shows I've seen in my lifetime. One of the funniest stuff I've seen in my life. And one of the realest, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? On both sides, you know, no matter talking about racism from black people and racism from white people. Even Asian, you know, stereotypes and stuff like that too. They have, they have everything in there. They had they had it all, man. And it's uh, it's it's crazy because you, when you think about it, we're we're in such a sensitive, we're in a, such a sensitive time where, like, for instance, I saw Paw Patrol. They're trying to cancel Paw Patrol because of the because of the police brutality, and they're trying to they're trying Paw to Patrol? Paw Patrol because of there's a cop dog on there, and they said the cop dog does not stand for justice. Uh, what? How? You can look yeah. it up, bro. I'm telling you. I'm not making this up. They tried to cancel Paw Patrol because of the dog. And it was like, it oh, insane. this dog doesn't stand for justice and all this. I'm like, bro, what? It's like, they're like, oh, he's, bro, this is the thing. And and I, I I've been listening to it. It's interesting because right now this movement is more or less our civil rights movement, True. right? Yeah. Unlike the civil rights movement of that time, we don't have distinct leaders. You know what I mean? That's like pushing, yes. like the King of Martin and, and Malcolm X were like the pioneers of of that time. Yeah, but um, I mean, we we do have some people stepping up though, so that's a good thing. We have- uh, we, I we, think- we, we okay. We have someone okay, and at the end of the day, huge shout out to that boy Kaepernick. You know, he put himself uh, out there. Now this is, I I, I, right. I hear you with the thing, but, but I mean, he put think, himself you out there. You get what I'm oh, yeah, saying? Oh yeah, uh-huh. It's unfortunate that um, his he peers, his yes, his peers chickened out. And now, yeah, and now they want to act like no, you chickened out, okay? That's true. Because if all the back the black quarterbacks in the league at that point, we had Russell Wilson, we've always have top black players. If they are stood by him, I, I bet. Mean, you I mean, eighty percent of the league is black, though. <laughs> yeah, you get what I'm saying? Most of his teammates would have stood for him. Most of and, their and the black players would have stood up. Most of their teammates would have stood for them. And hey, in, 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 defense of boy, in defense of my boy, Patrick Mahomes, he wasn't, and that's my quarterback. He wasn't in the league yet, so, <laughs> so that's besides so the that point. Was, but it would have put no, 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 a standoff. Yeah, it would have put a standoff between them, the NFL, and and this person, and you know Donald Trump. He doesn't deserve to be called President Donald Trump. Donald Trump. That's what you know he is. That's what as much as black people hate it, he's still the president. Isn't that yeah, what I'll pick? Yeah, um it's, it's, see, oh, no. it's like if I'm gonna call if I if I meet it's not hatred, right? If I meet Judge Bush, I'm gonna call him President Bush. You understand what I'm saying? If I meet Clinton, I'm gonna call him President Clinton. If I meet Barack Obama, I'm gonna call him, you know. Are you gonna call him President, President Trump? President Barack, right? You, I'm gonna call him Trump. You're not gonna say Trump, bro. You, bro, bro. First of all, if you're in the presence of him, bro, you're not gonna say. You're not gonna say yeah. Trump. Yeah, you're, you're just gonna say Trump. You're gonna, you can it's, say it's, it's gonna be Trump. some Secret Service niggas that's gonna snatch you up, Boondock style, and slam you on your shit. They really will. You see, you see how um, you got um, um, Granddad and Stick Miller was going at it. That's when he's gonna snatch your ass. Oh, so. yeah. you see, but, it, but it, you, ain't gonna, you ain't gonna be able to fight back against these niggas. Them earpieces, they're gonna be like the Agent Smiths in in, in the Matrix, bro. Same. And they well, and they well more trained than the cops out here. So yeah, the stuff that you talk about, you do the thing. Jack Bauer, nah. Okay, you see, you hear what you're saying. I'm still gonna call him Trump. Now, will I be in a situation? No, because the, you're talking about a man where they handpick his, you know, his crowd so that no one can protest him. So obviously, they're probably listening to you know do, doing background chances into this, and they know if I get a chance to talk to him or if I meet him. I'm not gonna call him. I'm gonna call him Donald Trump. Now this is the, this is the difference. If I'm walking into Walmart, right? Yeah. And let's say I walk up to um, um, George Bush, I'm gonna call him President Bush. Whether the secret Secret Service is there or not. I mean, I mean, I think I think it's just um, I think it's not yeah. that. It's like it's a respect. respect. 
yes, he does. What I, what I'm trying to say, he doesn't respect the office. So why should I give him the respect of someone who doesn't respect the office? Well, this is the thing, though. Right. This I mean, that's, he's, he's, got a, he's got a valid point. The, the he, he does have a valid point. At the same time, too, this is a very valid point, too. Bro, nobody, I don't give a fuck what politician or what, nobody is ready for the mantle of president, bro. To be leader of the free world, bro, sure. nobody. Everybody's going to fold under pressure. Okay. The, don't well, say it, it's not falling under pressure, right? It's rising on, up to the wait. equation. Wait, wait. Okay, hold on. You're talking about rising up to the occasion. In a matter of rising up to the occasion, what president? Let's. I, I'm trying to be. I, I. I understand where you're coming from. You already know my viewpoints. But let's talk about this. What president has literally had to face a pandemic, a global pandemic, a literal, honestly, a race war? Okay. And an ongoing election all at the same time, bro. That's hold a on, lot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't give him that because it all happened. Let, let, let me address that. that. Yes, you can't yes. Just say, he's he's done let things me. before all this happened. Okay, let me address this. Right? This thing she just mentioned just happened this year. Yeah, it's just That's been one year out of his four years. No, think about it. he had three other years. This is his yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I say his last time. His last year in his term. I understand. This is the thing. You don't. This well, is what I'm trying to say. Right? That we're going to try the time. I fully understand from you guys. I'm just trying to just. I'm just trying to. Okay. You, you, I don't understand, but but let me go. I'm going to hit all of your, I'm going to hit all of your points. You know, and go down down the list because, based on all of your points. People, you I'm talking, just trying to say that. No, go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. The, one of the points you brought up was the race war, right? He he created an environment that race became a, a more of an issue, right? I'm not saying we're at a we were at a great place. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's, are you gonna let me? No, no, I'm, I'm gonna continue. But I just want to say he didn't create it; it was already there. He just brought it to light. I said he created an environment where the people became more empowered, right? And he encouraged him. We talking. You're gonna sit here and talk about a man we we call people that are marching in Ku Klux Klan clothes, verifying people. Are you serious? He didn't encourage them. Yeah, so, okay, so, so guess what? Ferguson happened when Barack Obama was the president. You get what I'm saying? So guess what? If if Barack had encouraged Ku Klux Klan at that point, this But then Barack's a black man. You have to let it to... I'm just giving an example, right? If any other president, right, had, had taken that stance, we know the stance the president has taken. And up to today, he has not come out to address the issue, which is not even racism, it's police brutality. People always get this clear. It's, it's, not, it's not that police, we're not saying police are racist. Are some police racist? Maybe. But the issue is police brutality. All right? And he, hasn't, he hasn't said anything about he it. He hasn't said anything about it. So that just, that is, that, so, okay, what, we go like, to the like, next thing. If we want to go to the next thing, we'll all say, okay, yeah, go ahead. It looks like you had a question for me. Go. No, I, I, like I said, I mean, I perfectly understand where you guys come from. I, I wanted to make it seem like I, you already know I don't I don't fuck with the boy. But at the same time, too, you know what I'm saying? We all sit here on the outside and we all point the finger and say what he no, should do. What he should do. I'm not saying we what no, we uh, let's just be honest. We all say we see here now. There's certain things that just out of common sense, but we all know common sense is not common. Yeah, yeah common sense is not common. When you build an, when you build an hold on, when you build an agenda, what the fuck does he look like turning on the agenda? Okay. If he turns and go help black people, he can he can turn and help black people now. That's not gonna do shit for him. He has okay. to stay with the people that's gonna help him. Okay. So what the hell is he gonna turn back on the policies and the, so, and, and the rhetoric that got like him? Like I there? said, like I said. As much as you want to say he's faced he has faced hard um you know trials tribulations, some of them were the product of his actions. So I'm not gonna give him a pass. These are almost everything that's happened is a product of his actions. We we knew what Corona was doing, right, in other countries. This buffoon acted ignorant. Damn. Even up today, he still acts keeps acting ignorant and people are dying. We have lost more people than we lost in the first world war. Do you understand what we're talking about here? But he's sitting here acting ignorant and saying it's not real. So guess what? All of these are the product of his actions, right? So, yes. I fully understand. Hey, we what, to do, the, right, Obama had to do the recession. So each president has their own trials and tribulations. But like I said, it's how you rise to the occasion. And, and he didn't try to rise to the occasion. 
And what you what's, what's your what's your standpoint? I mean, um, I mean, y'all y'all talking about a lot, to be honest. Um, and so there's too much. I'm gonna hop back on the original topic, what you just said, and what just respect. And obviously, he's in the towel. I mean, I understand like, oh, the dude was not his. He hasn't respected the seat, but I mean, he said the president when I see him, I'll probably say Mr. Trump. It's just what I see personally. It's like, yeah, I mean, but it's like I'm not gonna be like. I mean, it's just like uh, I think just respect thing. Yeah, I think I, I think I think it's a That's what I'm saying. But this thing, thing too is just like you are getting on us and with the whole Terry Crews situation that we were talking about. I feel yeah, like I'm yeah. starting to have this. I'm having that standpoint now. I'm in your position of saying that okay, niggas ain't gonna say, niggas ain't gonna have that same energy, bro. At the end of the day, brother, you ain't gonna have the same energy. No, the Secret Service you. No, you don't have it. Should I tell why? Should I tell as much as you yeah, want to say yeah, it, yeah. You no, weigh, no, the no. amount of respect, the amount of respect you have for any other U.S. president is going to be higher than Donald Trump. That in the that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm not going to call him Donald or, or Trump. I'm going to call him. That's what I mean, Mr. Trump. Yes. Yes, I live by that, nigga. I, I, I won't so, so let me ask the question. What, what do you gain from not calling him President Trump, even though he is president? Nothing. I'm just saying. It's, it's just easy. See. He's a petty person. You don't understand. It, I don't gain anything, but he loses a lot of more. That's what you're failing to understand. He is. What does he lose? What does he lose from from a nobody calling him <laughs> not president? Hey, which well, well, the, the about a man who, repo- who responds to tweets from from teenagers and kids at two age. Yes, he has he has a fire. So guess what? Yes, I fully understand where you guys come. The man's ego is, he is like the epitome of fragile masculinity in a matter of like, he takes everything. Like, first of all, like I was watching his rally and uh, not to get off the topic, but uh, and we'll get back to the topic because I feel like honestly, this whole presidency would be a perfect boondocks episode. Season. Not fucking episode, a fucking season. Are you serious? Um, don't, they, don't they have a new season of boondocks coming out? They were supposed to, but Grandpa, which is John Witherspoon, passed, passed away. away. Why can't so they put, like, um, put someone else in the position, though? You know what I'm saying? They were thinking about taking you know, you know the black grandma on Blackish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were thinking about bringing her on. Oh, so have have a guy like actually kill Grandpa and then insert a new guy. So now Huey and Wiley now living. I don't know if they were. I don't know if they you know would really saying? kill what? Grandpa because that that, okay. that would hit a little different. But you know what I'm saying? They'll probably try to figure out a way to bring him in. But I, I definitely think it would be a. Bro, the last four years, bro, you can make a season. Fuck an episode, a season, my nigga. Because from the Kaepernick stuff to the rallies, bro, Uncle, you could have literally, you could have an episode where Uncle Ruckus, right? Because we were talking about this. Uncle Ruckus is every Fox News black person. All these yes. Facebook posts that we see of the black, you know, all these silent, uh, you know, non-racist white people post Candace Owens and all that stuff. That's exactly. Uncle Ruckus. Candace Owens is is full on um what's his, what's his name Uncle, Uncle Ruckus is literally and, and Uncle Ruckus is the epitome of every like um every any it's black out. person that acts all like all blind to the fact that there's racism in the world. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like like for instance, it was funny because like uh what uh we were talking about it earlier. Uh, he said uh. Grandpa was trying to get him. Grandpa was trying to get him to come and cut the grass for him. And he goes, he literally says to him on the phone, he said, I got another booking. I got another family booked me. And I'd rather cut the white man's grass than to cut y'all grass. But y'all should be used to it anyway, seeing how you guys are monkeys and swing from vine to vine. Hell disrespectful. It, but it's disrespectful, but that's what the boondocks was. It's like, dog, you can laugh. Like, have you ever heard something? And, and Dave Chappelle said it too. Have you ever heard something so racist that, bro, you can't even get mad at it? You're like, God damn, that's some racist ass shit. Yeah, boys. It shows outlandish, boy. <laughs> this, this, is a this is a little part. I was more surprised this nigga gum dad didn't whoop that nigga ass. I feel like granddad just knew. You know how, like, amongst your. Yeah, you know, amongst your. You know people. He yeah, just not like he like that's, that. That's just them, you know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, you know. No, go ahead. Is that what you about to say? No, I'm like, I was gonna say I was gonna say something, but you know, it, you know, 
it, it wouldn't have been good, you know, in the bigger picture. You know, but, we, uh, we don't drop names here, but um, it's just <laughs> like you know, you know, you know your friends, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some people that you know where they stand, you know, and you just let it be because you know you cool with them, and but you know, like, guess what? If the push comes to shove, here's someone you you gonna call. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I say? Well, to get to continue on it, we're gonna talk about honestly our best our best episodes or best moments from because it's I feel like there's a million beautiful moments in boondocks but uh and we'll go we'll go to start with you the mr architect we'll start with you then the mayor you can crank up after him and then i'll go last and then we'll if we you know we'll go round table and then talk about different stuff throughout the boondocks so what's your what is, what is your favorite episode or moment oh let's see or one of, episode. One okay so favorite episode off the top of my head um it would be um was when that um huey had the um the dodgeball i said dodge no dodgeball it's kickball Kickball yeah. tournament with the Asian kids because like the you know that red that ball was dope. Yeah. that was hella dope because like you know how they started speaking Chinese it's funny because um there's nothing wrong with this you know I I know people have different cultures but like this is something I noticed because it's so funny because like a lot of Asian people when they don't have a private conversation in public they'll speak in the same language like if you had a grocery store mm-hmm. but then it's like they don't notice like someone can actually understand them if someone knows the language it's like there's this yep. thing where um. And on YouTube, where it's like this white guy, he goes to this restaurant and he's eating, and then people will be talking Chinese, and then he'll just like start talking to them in Chinese, like they the He understands it. Mandarin. Yes, he understands Mandarin, and he will start talking to them. Um, and all of them are like, "Hold on!" Then like, you have the Asian people in there, like, "Your oh, Mandarin shit. or Cantonese is hella good. How do you learn?" He's like, "Oh, I I took it in school and I did a study abroad." But it's like that. It's like people that do that stuff. Yeah, I mean. You remember it's like um the, the, they call the, it code the, switching. Yeah, yeah, the stuff yeah. where um you remember we're in Brussels and then the two air hostels were talking in you know in French, thinking like we didn't understand what they were saying. And then when we said something, they were a little bit shocked and stuff. And then she exactly. started she started acting, try to act super nice. I looked at her one eye. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like the situation like when you know like when for instance you go into an interview. Mm-hmm. And you go and talk, like say for instance, you go to like a, a big corporation or something of the sort, and then you show up, and a lot of situations they might be surprised about. Oh shit, you know, I didn't think this person was going to be who they are. And then when you start talking to them, what's the first thing they say? You're actually not who I thought you were going to be. So what the True. fuck did you think I was going to be? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yep. what the fuck do you think? Because a lot of times, especially for me, I'll speak just from my experience. People see me with dreads and they don't think that I can. They're like, oh, you speak well, a lot more fluent than I thought you would. And I'm like, mm-hmm. the fuck, it's just English. Like, this is one of the easiest languages on the fucking planet. So yeah, I de- I just definitely that red ball one was definitely good because, and that's the difference. And 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 we talk about it too. Is like, there's a difference between a culture appropriation and appreciation. Yeah. Because in that shit, like you know, what I'm saying in that episode, like you said. They put the anime style on it where niggas got like superpowers just playing regular dodgeball. And yes, shit, but, that, but that's the thing though. It's like uh, another thing about it that's big in the black community is like we have an appreciation for like uh, for the Asian culture, Latin you know, culture anime, too, exactly. And so it's like the, even the artwork you see it, it draws from some from like anime artwork and like the whole like it was almost like a Kamehameha when he sent that last ball. Oh, yeah. it's like, um, he did, it was like he did deliver a Sengun, boy. Exactly. You know, it's like, it's crazy. We're like... Rotated the elements. True. And yeah. it's, it's like anime is big in the black um, community. So it's like, yeah. Right, so I it's mean, like, yeah. You know, we have to rep our people. You know, they showed up for, you know, Afro Samurai, man. You know, you know what I'm exactly. saying? That's, that's another thing. Afro Samurai. I feel like we need to have an episode about talking about, and we'll probably do one in the future, uh... Black representation in animes. I saw a YouTube uh, episode where this guy was talking about different things, and I never really realized. But if you guys look into it, go look into it. We'll probably have an episode about that stuff. But uh, every black person know. got dreads. Not, not even that, but like they're rapping. Like, <laughs> like, like Mr. Popo, bro. Mr. Popo is literal blackface, bro. If you no, really no, want, no, no. They say Mr. Popo is supposed to be Indian. Bro, what kind of Indian, bro? Come on, man. Really. Yes. You really gonna black with with red lips? You gonna see here and say he's supposed, supposed to be supposed to be Indian? Go look it up. I, I understand that, my nigga. But like, bro, what Indian? They couldn't make it, bro. 
Oob. You want to talk yeah. about Indians? Oob. Oob. When Boo yeah. changed into Oob, that's yeah. Indian. But you have to understand, is the time of the creation. Okay. Let me tell you how Mr. Popo works. Niggas is one of the first of all. When Mr. Popo first came out, Mr. Popo was first of all blue. He wasn't even black. In the old shit, before it got revised, he was a blue Indian. I don't know why he was blue. It was just blue. I don't understand that. I don't know if someone was blue. I think it was just... I personally would have liked that better. No, he initially was blue, but it didn't, it didn't translate well, I guess, on the screen. So they made him black. So he was just a black Indian. Kind of like I, how, I, like, kind of like how, like in the mangas, they made they made Super Saiyan hair white, but in the what's it called, they made it yellow because it wouldn't show the same. Yep. Exactly. So that's what, okay. that's what okay. it initially was. Understandable. Understandable. So it, it wasn't on no racist shit initially. So that was not it. Okay. But but the there's also black people. It's mostly yeah. the mostly got dreads. The mostly got dreads are the rapping. Or super Every big time. lips. Yes. <laughs> Every time. But we're not going to get into that because Boondocks made sure that we got represented well. So, DeMeo, let us okay. know your, your, your favorite moment. You know, ladies and gentlemen, um, my favorite moment, you know, is, you know, the, the candy slinging episode, you know. When I saw it, I almost cried because, you know, if I was here, and I had to do like that for Girl Scout or Boy Scout. I probably would be on that ride with Flo, man. Remember oh, the yeah. day? Yeah, I remember the day. Day. Yep, I remember the days when I used to, we should sell um stuff back home. You know, Africa, we used to sell for, uh, what's it called yeah. again? Popsicles. Them niggas had a whole, that boy Riley had a whole cartel. Oh, he, he won't play no games. He was born in that stuff, boy. <laughs> That's a whole cartel out there, man. So it's um, crazy. <laughs> go ahead. I, um, I'm gonna give you a you know a little slippet for you know for my favorite path. Make sure it's not too long, so we don't get copyrighted. We ain't got no money to to pay to to play lawsuits. Shit, we get a free advertisement. Where you want me to start? Free advertisement to who? The three people that. <laughs> This wasn't no move. The smart thing was to say yes, get up, and leave the room. But then I thought to myself, what if this was a movie? Look, fuck you, fuck the plane you flew in on, <laughs> fuck those socks with the bell on it, fuck your gay ass fairy faggot accent, fuck the cheap <laughs> ass applause, fuck your yellow mouth. Hey, you gotta count up by now, though. Ain't it 30 seconds? Yeah. Fuck Guy Richie, fuck Prince William, fuck the queen. Oh, <laughs> that was going ham. Hey, that shit was funny. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, bro, that shit was hilarious. He he went at everything that he went at. Every, he went at that dude's entire being. Hey, sometimes <laughs> you got to do that though. Oh yeah, hey, sometimes, sometimes you got you got to cut deep, bro. You gotta be like, okay, nigga. First of all, nigga, <laughs> fuck I do. Especially if, if the nigga come at you long, you be like, alright, nigga. First of all, you had to come correct at me. Come on, me long. And nigga, just like Riley, and just like Riley, sometimes you just gotta go on that rant of unnecessary fuck everything you stand for. Yes. It's not even fuck you as a person. Nah, it's fuck everything in your life. Fuck everything you love. Fuck everything you have on. Fuck you <laughs> in general. As fuck your essence like yep. that. <laughs> what that deep you know what i'm saying like no man but uh yeah that's definitely that's definitely a good one uh that boy i feel like if you guys rank your characters on boondocks who would you guys like obviously out of the i'd say let's say top four top four characters riley obviously, gotta be number one for me riley's number one for you what yeah. about you Anne? oh it's riley huey um, granddad. We gonna throw it that four time. That's why I made it four because now you gotta think outside of the three. You gotta think now it's between a few other people. Nah, y'all gonna throw Ruckus in there? Nah, <laughs> I, bro. I, that nigga Sting Mina, bro. But I mean, Sting Mina was like he was there for a couple episodes. But yeah, I mean, especially as racist as Uncle Ruckus was. Actually, I put Uncle Ruckus in there. He's fucking entertaining. Him, Tom is fucking entertaining too. You remember the episode where he was gonna go to jail? This is not my favorite one, but you remember the episode that he was like scared of getting alienly raped in jail? Oh yes. And he yeah, was like, he went to like, he went to like, I think I don't know, I, I, I'm probably getting it completely wrong, but he went to like 
like some like help therapy class and they were like oh my booty is my own you can't have my booty and all that stuff what's that show where they had kids go to scared straight yeah, they call it on the show. They call it "scared stiff" instead, and they sent Huey and Riley to it because I think one of them got caught stealing or something like that. And then, because I just the reason why I know it so well is because I just recently watched it again. But so they go in there. Tom goes in there as their chaperone, and when he goes in there, he ends up getting punked by the dude and that you were listening to earlier talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it to you one one or two ways. We can do this the easy way. Oh, we can do this the hard way. That boy was like in prison with one dead booty. <laughs> he said, he said, he said, he said, I want you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what he said? It's like, it's like, I see you. I want, I you. want you. And we can do it the easy way. I oh, want to do it the hard way. way. <laughs> Which one you want? You pick. I was like, damn. The choice <laughs> is yours. And yeah. I was like, in this day and age, Oh, that shit would not fly. They'd be like, oh, cancel no. that. It's pushing rape culture. And, oh, yes. and that. there's no room for that. Look, look. Y'all, that's the problem. Honestly, that's my problem with, as we say it now, with the left, is that the left has no sense of fucking humor. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't be fucking funny. You can't make a joke about nothing. You can't say, like, bro, you can't say nothing. If it's not politically correct, it's not funny. They tried to cancel J. Cole, bro. J. Cole! Let me try to cancel him. His recent song that he just came out. Oh, no, no, no. That, no, no. Is that girl, that girl, no name, tried to come at him. He had to put that girl in her place. Well, see, that's where you got the narrative wrong. He didn't oh. try to put her in her place. All he did, if you listen I know, to I know he didn't try, no, no, but, but don't call his name out and don't expect him not to call you back out. She put his name out there. He had to, he had to respond. He now, responded see, he, and he didn't now, like it. Hold on. See, now once again, where you're getting the narrative wrong is. By technicalities, now yes, I understand where you can assume, but by technicalities, she wasn't talking she didn't about call him. him out. She didn't. T- she, she, didn't call she, him out. she she tweeted. She tweeted. She tweeted. Definitely called him out. I just read about this stuff today. She tweeted. She tweeted. What she tweeted was your top she rap artists. She top rap. Your top rap artists are not replying or saying anything, but they talk about black plights all the time in their albums. Then J. Cole replied to it, and then I believe now that she's she so she called him out. She called him, him out. Yeah, because she, he, 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 he up there for me. I I know I, I understand, but um, what I'm saying is in a lot of cases, like for instance, Kendrick Lamar, he didn't say nothing. But obviously, she's probably talking to somebody like Kendrick Lamar. J. Cole is a person that he said, Fuck it, I'm about to put pen to paper and I'm about to go in the booth. And I'm about to reply. I see nothing wrong with either interaction. In honesty, he didn't call her out. He just told her that, hey, I'm not the leader that you guys expect me to be or whatever you guys are trying to put on me. But I'm going to start looking to see what I can do to better help the movement. You know what I mean? Like, it, then, it, it, Okay, the thing is, like, why does everyone assume his no name? What do you mean, why does everybody assume? Because I feel like people, I mean, people like assuming it's her because like, even when Jacob tweeted it, he said in his tweet, he's like, everyone assumes it's her. It's like, um, they know what the song's about. What you already know, y'all know about subliminable, uh, sub, I don't, I don't, it's part of the culture, but I'm just saying, yeah. he, he, he technically, niggas throw this shots. He probably had that shot, he probably had that album just waiting to drop it for someone that pissed him off. Uh, I mean, I, I personally don't know, but I mean, I, I just felt like with this whole can- like, bro, like when I saw I was like J Cole getting canceled, I'm like, bro, J Cole don't do nothing to nobody. What did he do? What did J Cole do that he could get canceled? Like, please, somebody tell me. And I, then I find out that he replied to her, and I was like, this is this is what he's getting canceled for. Well, there was a part where he said that he didn't like her tone, and you know, if you tell a black woman that she needs to check her tone, that's like, you know, that's like. You might as well put a gun in her hand and tell her to blow your fucking brains out. Hey, hey not everyone's saying he's part of the patriarchy. Hey, I'm just saying, if you're going to come at someone, you might as well expect a man to come back at you. Oh, well, yeah. Me, no, me, that's all I'm saying. It's like... Especially if, you, if I'm known for talking. True. If you want to step up and play as everyone's like, ah, oh, men and women are the same, you want to open your mind and talk, just expect the dude's going to come back at you and don't try to hide behind, oh, he's using the tone of a pig. No. Come at no, him. No. Come on, him. We we go, we word for words. Come on, him. Yeah. Word for word. Straight up. Is that, that's how it is. 
she it's not like so much if she got something to say let her say what she got to say exactly yeah, don't, don't yeah. Don't lie behind the whole feminist shit and be like, oh, it's patriarchy. No, no, no. He came at you and said, why you got to put my name out there and say that about me? He didn't, he didn't say, oh, you're just a woman talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just like, oh. And, and, and why people are twisting this way? He said, you watch your tone. He said that by everyone. He's like, and he, said that, thing too. he said that in all his songs. He's like, he said he Kanye. He said Kanye too. It's like, he talk, He said, his, J. Cole always says that line. He always says that line. It's like, niggas always want to talk. Subliminal, they gotta watch the tone for coming at me. In every song, he likes that word tone. Yeah, it's, it's like why, why, why do people have to interpret it as him trying to, to push it down because she's a woman? Bro, you, we talked about this. It's, it's, it's like why? We talked about this in a, in a in another episode where it was like, honestly, America is the land of the want to be oppressed. Everybody in America wants to feel oppressed. Everybody wants to feel offended. Everybody wants to have some type of issue with everything you say. It's like you can't do shit good. It's like you give $10 million, but you're worth $25 million. Why didn't you give 15? Like, what the fuck? Like, bro, like, I can't do shit. You can't do shit good. And people just take it as is. You know what I mean? It's like everybody has a problem all the time. But to get back on the topic, um, my 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 episode, I I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's one I wanted to bring up, and I thought it was downright hilarious. Was the return of Doctor King? You guys remember when Doctor King came back from the dead? Martin Luther mm-hmm. King. Came back from the dead? I thought I had to say this one because I I absolutely hate how a lot of these people that are trying to push their points of nonviolence are saying all this Doctor King stuff. But Doctor King was like, "Hey, look, riots are the you know the voice of the unheard." You know what I mean? And so when he came back, he seen how black people were living, rapping and twerking and doing all this stuff. And, you know, coming from the 60s where he, you know, he fought for civil rights and all this stuff. He comes up and he's like, is this it? Is this what I got all them ass whoopings for? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> is this what I got the dog sticked on me for so y'all can shake y'all ass and, 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 and degrade each other? And, and it, like, it, as funny as it was, it's eye-opening to the fact, too, that, like, we haven't, to say that we've progressed, yes, we have progressed. But at the same time, too, we've put ourselves in that same quicksand where, like, as much as we, like, try to come continue to move up, we're pulling ourselves down at the same time. You know what I mean? See, each, each society has their own cultures, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like there's certain things when um, people, white people do, and you just look at it. I, I mean, I've heard people say, like, oh, that's a white people shit. You get what I'm saying? So that is what black people do. I mean, let, that you know, I'm trying to put it in that category. You get what I'm saying? But the main issue is if it's something that, you know, a black person is doing, they don't treat it the same way like if something a white person is doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you get what I'm saying? If yeah. we're talking about a situation where a white kid, you know, is going to rape a girl and all whatnot. We talk about George Kavanaugh. Do you know what? The, this women came on TV and said, "Oh, it's, it's just boys being boys." Oh yeah, and I that's heard, women. Okay, and that's women. Okay, as woman, hold up. If it was a black kid, it would be rape. That is Simple. that is the issue. That but is if you're white. If you're white and a politician, you can become president. Yeah. Exactly. If Obama yeah. had rape charges, oh my god. Like, 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 and it's the same thing with like you know, on TV, right? If a black girl is you no, know, is dancing. On twerking on um on you know I Instagram yes, but if it's a white girl doing that, she's innocent. TikTok dances. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she's you know she's expressing herself. Yeah, it's the narrative. Don't sex, don't sexualize our youth. Yes, so it's a narrative. You know that's part of the issue. It's like if this is what this group of people do that you know you get what I'm saying. Every group, obviously, society has their own stuff that they do. Now, now, the reason why I brought up that King's one was, and I'm reading this from the article. So the reason why everything got crazy in that episode, right, was this came after September 11th. And you know how Dr. King was all about nonviolence, right? So mm-hmm. he comes back and they ask him to state his opinion about 9-11. And he comes out and says that we should love thy enemy when attacked, that pertaining to the September 11th attacks, he said that we should love thy enemy. And America did what it does best, and it ripped him to shreds. 
like it just completely as media assassination like we see now you know it's like if you say anything pro trump or you know anything pro republicans or uh, right now especially if you do anything type of racist you're done over with drew Brees, niggas was saying the next day people that probably love drew Brees and have drew Brees jerseys was like fuck drew Brees and all this other shit and so it was funny to me that you know somebody that we see now, especially from a lot of people that I try to say with the looting stuff was, oh, you know, nonviolence and Dr. King, this and that. And it's like, if he came out and said that stuff about 9-11, y'all wouldn't have the same, y'all wouldn't have the same energy. You know what I mean? If he, if he came out and said that about, you know, when we was literally about to go, was it, fuck up Iran here a couple months ago, everybody was ready to go to war, weren't they? Everyone was ready to, 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 to kill people. Yeah, but now it's not violence. You know what I mean? So I, I just thought that was a good one, especially pertaining to how we had talked about it before, how especially with the riots and things too. So it's definitely one that I wanted to bring. But um, uh, since we're a little bit later in the episode, I was just going to ask you guys, uh, and I want to mm-hmm. get both you guys' standpoints on it. Do you guys think that if the boondocks came... Well, first of all, I personally think that the boondocks came out at a perfect time before because it was before the social media boom and, and, and cancel culture. Do you guys think, and I'll let each of you guys go, um, do you guys think it would have thrived the way it did back then now with the way people are super sensitive towards sexuality and, and racism and, I mean, and all the stereotypes? It would have, I think, I mean, I think Boondog, you know, thrives. You get what I'm saying? But I think, you know, uh, mainstream America, you know, helped kill it. They, no one wanted to to give the TV deals no more. That is the thing, and that is how you know you know it's like the system systemic racism, right? So if a show if you have an issue with a show like Boondock, you, you don't have an issue with a show like Boondock, but you have an issue with, with, with shows that you know show you know the 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 white supremacy. Um, I mean, I, I just I was gonna call it um, the Confederate flag. I was gonna, oh my god, but you know we have the Confederate flag in it you know, PD stuff. So now I kind of understand it's like, okay, if this is what y'all want to do, then we're going to let's go across the board. It shouldn't be that, you know, you're going to suppress like, one. Like, like how, I get what you're saying. Like how we have all these bullshit fucking slave movies every goddamn year, mm-hmm. but but we can't fucking have the boondocks on mainstream TV. Sure. Yeah. It's like okay, so we can put, we can portray the same old slave movie where oh, master's been beating us, but now we're going to wait for this progressive white man to come and save us from our hard times, as always, as if we don't know what the fuck's going on. But uh, you know, Mister Architect, we we'll get to get your standpoint on that. Do you think what do you think it would have done? Um, I think um, I guess before this, I said. I think it actually may actually boom a lot, but I feel like it may have um, a lot of critics. It might be one of those shows that's always going to be very conflicted. Because mm-hmm. um, the thing about the Bundles is like it was very unfiltered. And right now, people don't like that type of humor. People want things. Um, You have to fit the box. You know what I'm saying? You have to, you, you can't just, you can't walk that line. Like right now, you walk a line, even like, even think about it, like, even like your favorite comedian, like even like Dave Chappelle. He can say stuff. He can walk that line, but he always gets that backlash. So I'm saying, I think it's gonna succeed. It's gonna be big, but that show is 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 gonna get a lot of like blowback because of um it works that line because that's the Boondocks. It's like it works that line that shows a true side of America. Yeah, on both sides, and it didn't. Exactly, it wasn't biased. Yes, it wasn't. It was never biased. It just shows the true side of how American society is, and it was gonna get a lot of backlash on a lot of sides, like. So I, I mean, that's what I think. Because right now, I mean, as long as it's popular, it sells, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I agree yeah. with it. I mean, this is the thing. Um, I, I definitely agree with you guys that it would thrive. I feel like definitely for sure amongst the black community, it would thrive, and amongst the the progressive white community, it would thrive. Against uh, with most other cultures. Everybody except for the side that is basically, I would say, you know, those radical Trump supporters, everybody would watch the Boondocks because it, it gives you enlightenment, but with a, a lighthearted side to it. You know, cartoons, you don't mm-hmm. feel as bad about it as hearing, you know, CNN talking about, oh, systemic racism. It's like, 
Cuomo comes on there, systemic racism is a problem. But if, you know, Riley's like, man, these motherfuckers in this systemic racism, you know what I'm saying, is a whole different vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, hear, you, you hear here we talk about, you know, uh, the Black Panthers and all this black history, and you don't take it the same, or but you process it still, but you don't but take it. You know, go ahead. Yeah, it's it's the way it's the way it's presented to you. You know what I'm saying? And it's like uh, I I I definitely feel like honestly, it came out at the right time because we can truly appreciate it for because I feel like it would have been a lot more politically correct possibly if it would have came out now. You know what I mean? I mean, there was there was a lot of things that like, bro, if that shit came out now, but, oh, they canceling that shit. No, oh, yeah. The one thing you have to understand is like you know what makes shows captivating, right? Is the originality. Exactly. Yes. If it came out right now and it wasn't you know that raw, it won't get as much pull as it has now. That's yeah, yeah. I I definitely I agree with that too. I mean, I just feel like I feel like it would have been it would have been good in any any type of time. Because it, it's just real, you know what I mean? It's just something True. that transcends time, more or less. Because it's talking about the same thing that we've been talking about for years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this ain't nothing new to us, you know? Like, all three of us here are not sitting here like, oh, this police brutality thing is something new to us. This just happened in really? 2020. No, we've been dealing with this. It's something people, we've been people are actually like, oh, my God. You seen that video? I'm like, this should be happening. Yeah, I've yeah, been, like, happened since day one. And you get everyone's inside. Honestly, I didn't watch the video for a long time because I already knew what it was. Like, what am I going to watch something? It's, I already- it's another, another black man getting killed. And, and yeah. we all know this. And we're like, but then, I mean, people still have the audacity to undermine it. And, yeah. you know, it's just what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a nation we live in today. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. But uh, now we're in the little later segment of the episode. And uh, mm-hmm. I was going to get to that mental Viagra. You know that mental stimulation. That that stuff that gets your brain hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get you nice and stiff. Give you a nice brain stiffy. You know. And today, mine's gonna be simple, but I wanted to, you know, to hit your eardrums. Be for truth, no matter who tells it. What say that again? Be for truth, no matter who tells it. Mm. I mean that's that's hey that's straightforward like but that's the thing like what 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 truth do you believe in? You can't just say be for truth because like you're saying you can't say be for truth. No matter what, everyone has their own truth. Okay, first of all, everyone do have their own truth, right? But yeah. what is true is true. Let me put an example, okay. right? So wait, 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 and people are calling for accountability. How many people realize the truth of it, and had why? Why did it should escalate? Okay, hold on, hold on. Should, you know what I'm saying? Do you want to let, let me answer? Let me give you the answer, right? Yes. The answer to what you just asked me is in the statement. You called what actually happened truth, right? Mm-hmm. So just because the, the reason why is their truth is because that's what they understand. But it doesn't change that people are still getting killed. Right? We know for, for, for sure, and it's a fact. Just because they don't understand it, that doesn't mean what that is not true. But this is the thing. It's it's you're saying they don't understand it. What I'm saying is it was there was a truth to it and was plain in their faces. It was true, but the people the, the, some people don't always have rich, truth in their face. Rich. Exactly. I, I didn't want, I'm going to throw another, you know, stuff about truth, you know, in the back end. We say this phrase all the time. The truth is bitter, but it must be spoken. Right? Mm-hmm. And if it is, it's almost exactly as what, you know, what you just said. Basically the same thing. Yeah, it's the exact same shit. So, because like, 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 say for instance, it's right? It's harder for them to, they don't want to accept it because they know it's true sometimes. It's like sometimes you deny stuff, you deny, you refuse facing stuff, things that you know the outcome to. Yeah. So, for instance, what right? Mm-hmm. What, what I was saying is like, for instance, when I listen to somebody like, and this is why I started listening to a lot of more 
right wing people and people that I wouldn't generally agree with. I listen to them because at some point I feel like they're going to say some type of truth that I normally, because of my bias, I wouldn't hear. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, for instance, with the Candace Owens thing, right? She came out and said the whole criminal thing about George Floyd and all that stuff. But then she said something that kind of, it had some truth to it, but I wouldn't hear a normal black person say. What, the black and black crime stuff? Not that. That in the black community, that sometimes we tend to take people from the bottom and uplift them and make them when they're not like that. I understand where she was coming from. Exactly, it's true. But the way she she had turned it from, because if she she had said that before, well, I think she actually said that before and then turned it into the whole George Floyd being a criminal thing. But we have, like, for instance, like we said, there's no real leader of the whole movement right now. We don't have any so-called positive movements. We're looking to the influencers, and then the influencers don't say the things that we want. We tear them down. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a constant, it's, like I said, it's quicksand. We're constantly, as we try to go up, we're constantly pulling ourselves right back down. The more you move in quicksand, the more you're going to sink. And we constantly keep on doing that over and over. And we need to look at, for instance, like I was listening to this guy, and he was talking about how, uh, he, he he was he's not right wing, but he's more I guess they say center right or whatever. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's saying that right now, and he and and he has kind of like the same standpoint with me with the whole politics thing. Right now, we are in probably the most dire times, probably honestly since like the Civil War times, because like literally the right now everything can go to shit. True. With, with one wrong decision or or like say for instance, if Derek Chauvin gets off, right. It's going to be anarchy, plain, plain and simple. Sure. If George Floyd doesn't get no cert, no justice, or or this man doesn't go to jail, let's say let's say worst case scenario, Chauvin gets off, acquitted, because they go for first degree murder, and then they say there's no there's there was no you know there was doubt or whatever you know so there was no motive he they gets off. It's not it's not that there's doubt they can't prove it. It's exactly. one thing it's one thing to be able to prove a case in court. Exactly. So let's say that shit happens. We already know, as black people, we know that, bro, this shit will go bad if that man does not go to jail. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, we have to also understand this. It's a very close possibility that it could happen. Because if you've already no. been here before. Okay, see, it's 50-50. It's either he and goes see, to jail or he doesn't. That's the reality. It's 50-50, yes, and that's the thing. A lot of people are seeing this as a whole like a hundred percent thing. No, that's where you need it. That's where you need to realize there's truth mm-hmm. to this thing. Because if you want to be truthful to yourself, that's the thing. I feel like skepticism is truth. You know what I mean? You're being true somewhat to yourself in the matter of that you're you're gra- you're having a, a grasp of reality. You get what I mean? Some people try to get into this whole, like for instance. Black people, we've gotten to a point where, like, that man killed that man killed uh, uh, George Floyd. Most of us, we were surprised when they arrested the the, the officer. True, because a lot of them have walked away free. Exactly, one just, we're uh, like one just, uh, one just got set free recently. I can't remember what his name was. Uh, uh, God, I, I can't. I, who, who, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Shoot, we, the Philando Castile. Nobody got charged in that one. Tamir Rice was 12 years old. He had a BB gun, and they shot him dead. They didn't charge anybody. Trayvon Martin, we heard the whole call. They didn't charge nobody. So it got to a point where, well, like like, it, like it's how you were saying, what the fuck is the truth? We know what the truth is, but if it's not getting proven, what the fuck okay. is it? That, that is why they say systemic racism, right? Because they're, using, they're, they're bending the laws to work for them. You talking about people who prosecute, like police officers and these DAs and all whatnot, all they do is prosecute people. No one understands the loopholes in the law. Yeah. And all they use are the loopholes in the law system to get them off. Oh, yeah. That's a reality. About, they were talking about that because uh, the guy I was listening to, he was talking about how we have to look at it from a somewhat of a small reality in a matter of that. Maybe because I believe that chokehold or whatever, whatever 
method that he used is actually permitted in Minneapolis police policy. And the knee on the neck. Yes, it's actually it's actually used in police policy. But because he was trying to say that, because what he was trying to say is, did we actually see murder? But he was saying in a matter of, did he do something within the policies of their, you know, saying their law there? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. all the police law. So that's why, you know, it's easier for you to win the civil lawsuit, right? Because yeah. you're suing them that, okay, that's wrong against police. But if that's what he was trained to do, it's a lot harder for you to convince exactly. him. Exactly. And, exactly, and that's the problem is because now a lot of people are just, we're just seeing it. You know what I'm saying? We're just seeing it. Just, and we, the, the first thing we do as a human being, you have empathy. You're like, how would I feel if I had somebody's knee on my neck for eight minutes and 48, 46 seconds? True. That's, that's the first thing that goes through. It's like, this is, this is unbearable. Most people can't even watch. A lot of people just turn away. It's like, I, I can't. I can't watch it. But what we have to look at is when the courts and then the, the, the people look at this. It's a whole different truth. They're going to weigh yeah. into the yeah. things. They're going to bring in the thing. This is the thing, right? It's not just that apparent. And this is where we lose it, right? Is the jury. At the end of the day, everything falls to the jury, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you pick a jury that is deep down pro-police, what do you think is going to happen? Like I said, see, there are always loopholes to this stuff. Exactly. We don't know who's getting put on the jury. They yeah. say it's random, but come on, man. We know that shit ain't random. This is the most polarizing. This is about to be the most polarizing case. case it's, not, in it's, not, it's never random. A long time. Okay. Bro. It's just like for me, right? I've always felt that if I get like a major case, I'm going to tell my lawyer, if they're my peers, they're supposed to be all black. It has nothing to be racist, but I'm sorry. I'm not saying that, you know what? They are my peers. And especially right? if the person that's getting charged is black. Yeah. Yo, I'm just saying, Leah. Mainly because I'm just trying to make them understand. Like, I, I I do understand that some white people understand what you know, black African American and people of color, of you know, multiple all races, they understand some of you know the injustices we injustices we go through. Mm-hmm. But for some, for you to call someone my peer, is someone who's walking my shoes. Exactly, he's down to your life experience. And it's just in all aspects, because it's just like, for example, when you go to engineering school, right? Those are your peers, right? Right. Doctors. They've worked that same path as you. Yes, they've worked that same path as you. I guess you're saying you can't go pick um, a white man that grew up in suburbia who has it all nice and good and be like, oh, he's supposed to give an opinion. Yeah, and then you're going to judge an 18-year-old black kid of why he broke into a store to steal steal bread. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, never yeah, been that broken in your life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even about, you know, like I said, race or anything. It's about, is this person my peer? Does, do they fit? And that's my argument right there. I don't know. I'm throwing it out there, you know, for, you know, all my people. That's, are these people, do they know the struggle I've been in? Right? Nobody knows. No, they're not. Yes. See, we always, we always do this in the mental Viagra part, and we always end up coming with no, more shit. Nobody understands what you have been through except for you. That's yeah. it. Because Somebody can go through the same situation as you, but they still don't understand the situation as you do. I mean, look at Jibriz. Yeah, look at Jibriz. He just didn't know what we've been through. Right? He plays with black people all the time. Yeah. He, every, yes. I mean, people, it's right in front of your face. He plays with black people all the time. He's, one of the, he's done stuff for the black community. And I think, you know, he's probably a cool guy. I oh, know. Yeah. yeah. You know, let's yeah. see. He probably, he, he, his, his thing, it probably wasn't malicious intent. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's just like it's, his, his if you have someone like Jibris, right? His 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 idea was different. It was like his yeah. fear was like his family. His was in the military. You know what? So he's like he can't. He sees as a disrespect military because if you're a military from a military family, that's disrespect to them. Yes, that is yes. what I'm saying. Those are not his peers, right? So yeah. if you, but now after he understood what was happening, right? Now this guy is his peer because his view is different, and that is why he checked. That's why he checked Trump when Trump tried to use him. You get what I'm trying to say? It's not that you know your stance or the importance of what that is. We're not trying to say, oh, just because you know, from you are from my inner city, 
um, since you know what it means to steal, you're going to act like stealing is wrong. I mean, like stealing is right and let him off. No, that's not what we're saying. But what we're trying to say is like, if you have walked in that guy's shoes, you will have some, there will be some empathy in the sentencing. It's just like, you know, if you sentence a black man, you know, history, I mean, we're going with history, the same crime, if you change the tone of his skin in an experiment that I watched, right? The mm-hmm. black, different people got different sentences. Mm, true. I mean, that's how it always is. Yeah. That's how so, it always is. Depending on what it is, people get different sentences. Depending on what how they look like, what age they are, the sentences change. Yes. So just think about that. Like, and also, so, it also depends on who's on the jury, like you were saying. Yeah, the jury. So if it's like, uh, if it's if it's like a case like this, and if he has mostly uh, um, um, people of different races, it's gonna be different. If he has people of one race, it's gonna be different. Especially when it comes to racial issues, uh, different issues depending on the people. It's yeah. like if it was like if it was all uh, women, it's gonna be different. If it was all men, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be different. Also, yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like you know, if a kid's in the inner shitty city, shoplifts for you know from a store. You, me, I'm gonna look at what he shoplifts, right? What was the value of it? And I look at the entire stuff. Yes, what he did was wrong. Should we punish him? Absolutely. For him to understand that what he's doing, he's wrong. But now, if he's stealing, I mean, if he's if he shoplifts like food, medicine, or you know, a basic necessity. That tells me more that there's something wrong about there's something more wrong about our society than someone with shoplifting jewelry or stuff like that. You, yeah, like, you get what I'm saying? But I don't know if the jury looks at stuff like that. So we're human, don't. man. We're gonna look at for, we're gonna look at it from our perspective, bro. Yeah, and it's because you know, like I said, you know, and how are these guys your peers? What? So. Um, that's like that's like us that's like us sitting here and and we're getting to the end of the episode we're probably about to send out here but I, I definitely like where we're going with this but uh, it's like for instance like how we as you know uh, moderate people we can look at a billionaire and be like how the fuck can you spend three hundred fifty million dollars on a goddamn yacht I'm not his peer I don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck he's been I'm not in his fucking lane it's, like, it's that simple yeah guess Bill what Bill Gates didn't even know the fucking price of fucking rice or roni bro mm-hmm. that motherfucker don't go to the grocery store I don't. How the fuck are you gonna know how I live? So it's the exact same thing, like you're saying. He, Mr. He, thinks, Mayor? He, thinks, he thinks he thinks life is just one way. You go, you, everything's just handed to you. Other people don't have the same. Left uh, to Bill Gates. Yep. Left to Bill Gates, you just scan a microchip and you just pay. He, you don't have to yeah. worry about money. He, you don't have to work him. That no, nigga hasn't worked it, in ages. It's, it's funny. It's funny because Bill Gates pointed and he set it out. It's like, what's the biggest change that's happened to you? Because you know he didn't always have money since since you've become um, a billionaire. It's like, I still love things, but money changes a lot. Like, I had to worry about my basic necessity of living before. Like, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to eat? But now he doesn't even think about it. Yeah. It's not so, different like, things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, now focus your mind on different things. Exactly. And I think about it. Most basic people would worry about bills, survival, food. That's what family going to eat. This Other people don't worry about that. If, if, you've, if you've grown up in a family that's always been well off. You know, especially we know like it was everyone's been trusting towards systemic racism. And you're in communities where like, oh, you don't have to worry about your health, you don't have to worry about money, you have to worry about school, you have everything given to you. And then there's someone who like isn't doesn't grow up in that same lifestyle. And so they have to do things to get what they want to get to survive in a different community, because obviously they don't live the lifestyle as you. Someone from their other lifestyle can't come out here and judge the other person and be like, oh, why is he doing this? You don't understand me because you've never lived that life. Yeah, yeah, can't. So that's why. That's why. As much as you know, and to end the episode, and we'll get signed out here. That's and that's another mental Viagra thing. You know, like we like we always do in this area, is you can. It's one thing to understand what somebody goes through, but it's another thing to live through what somebody. Exactly. Goes don't don't cast. You know they always say even in the Bible, nigga. The, the people talk about this. Don't touch the first walk. Oh yeah, I, I said this the other day. Uh, there's a lot of people casting stones that are living in glass houses right now. Exactly. So, on that note, you know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. It's another episode of Black Sensei. So you already know we got to check out that hour in the mirror because you know the people's out here, you know, trying to do their thug thizzle, mm-hmm. and uh, them boys is gonna sign them out of here. 
And this is your boy, Gumbody Architect. You know, it's another day of us dropping their fresh info. Like that boy, Christian Dollar said, out in the mirror. Never go to forget to show love to both shows. You know, the Black Cincy and I in the mirror, you know. Stay tuned for more, you know, content. Um, this is your boy, the mayor of Longstreet. You know, we'll keep dropping you guys, you know, multiple um, variety, you know, la creme de la crop. Mm. Yeah. And uh, to go with the trends of everybody else, uh, if you don't listen to our show, uh, you're racist. So go ahead. We don't (laughs) don't like silence. (laughs) We out of here, ladies and gentlemen. We out of here.